we see Alec Montague, clad in black armor, great sword in hand, cautiously walking through a hallway at Citadel Altarian. He looks up at the paintings of Hell Knights peering down at him. He looks back at eye level, sword positioned, ready for an immediate attack. He continues walking forward. He stops and notices a small red handprint on the wall. He continues and enters a courtyard. The sun reflects off of his well-shined plate He peers down at a slain red-scaled dragonic crocodile. He bears a confused expression, wondering what happened here. He puts up his greatsword and begins to slowly walk back into the darkness of the hallways of Citadel Altarian. super excited to uh, have made it to 10 episodes. Thank you for those who've been listening thus far. Uh, we're super, super, super excited to be here. It feels very surreal uh, to have just about 10 hours worth of content, maybe more. Um, and it is a huge milestone for all of us. So thank you to all parties involved, including our listeners, uh, for helping make this possible. Um, we have a, a couple of things we want to talk about. First off, um, you know, just addressing the coronavirus and, and really, uh, you know, saying our two cents. We released a statement up on Twitter pretty much just saying that as of right now, uh, due to the remoteness of our uh, players and the DM, uh, we are able to kind of maintain social distancing. We do everything over uh, the Internet uh, and we're able to uh, kind of record that way. Um, and so we will continue as usual for now. If there's any updates or changes, uh, we will let you know for sure. Um, but one thing we did want to do is we kind of understand the gravity of uh, the situation. A lot of people are stuck at home. A lot of people are bored out of their minds. Um, we have always really enjoyed making the pre-pod episodes, um, and we've been releasing them bi-weekly um, uh, up until this point, actually. Uh, every week from now on during this season really forever how how long it takes um we all have decided that we would um take a little bit extra time and uh, create a pre-pod every week starting this week um so you can look forward to that if you've enjoyed listening to those for those of you who haven't listened to them yet it's a good way just to get to know us a little bit more kill some more time and and really you know if you need more basically good podcast here is something else you can take a look at so um and with that if there's any topics that you'd like us to discuss please feel free to drop us a line in discord drop us a line on twitter um you can shoot us an email at contact at basicallygood.com with your suggestion we'd love to hear from you guys along with more content we actually just had our very first stream on our basically good uh podcast twitch channel earlier this week um lucky lucky me was able to um paint a a goblin miniature 
on uh, on camera, on stream. It was a really good time. Had some huge feedback from a lot of you guys in the community, uh, and it, it was just a blast. So we're planning on doing a lot more of that. Uh, we actually have talked about a few games we want to stream, and so keep your eyes peeled on all of our social media, our Facebook, Twitter, uh, our Instagram uh, for updates on those and when to watch. Uh, unfortunately, the VOD is not available on Twitter, Twitch. We're brand spanking new to it and forgot to switch on the save past broadcast button. So that has been changed. Uh, from here on out, you will have plenty of time to go back and listen. Um, also, uh, don't listen to it until you are finished with this episode. Uh, but we're releasing a special 10-episode, first 10-episode profit and loss statement from our own Urkel Short and you can check out our Discord to take a look at the actual PDF profit and loss statement. And there's also a audio file that is going to be going up, uh, pretty much having Urkel walk you through uh, the profit and loss statement for the first 10 episodes. We cover some things that we actually pick up in episode 10, so make sure that you listen to the, the entire episode before listening to that. But we hope you enjoy that as well. Let us know what you think out there in the Discord. Uh, and that will solely be on the Discord just because of the nature of the file. Uh, so check it out. Um, let us know what you think. Um, I think that's all I have for announcements. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. And again, enjoy episode 10 of the Basically Good podcast. Welcome back to Basically Good. My name is Zach, and I've got some announcements for you. How are you doing today, <laughs> lovely people? First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to all of my wonderful friends and all the people who are putting a lot of effort into this podcast. Uh, thanks to Ronnie Clements for making the music. Man, I would suck his dick if you were here. Uh, thanks to Chance Gallon for putting so much hard work into this and uh, really do, doing well. Come check us out on Twitter, on Instagram. We've got a YouTube. We've got Vimeo. We are at your local bar. Come talk to us. Come get on our Discord. Shout out to mom in the Discord, and shout out to my mom and my wife and my beautiful child. I uh, I love you all, and thank you for listening. Here's Chance with uh, episode ten. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. Dude, dude. Zach, man, it was roasted. perfect. No, no, I don't think it was roasted. No, it's anybody can mimic anything. I mean, it's, it's fine. You're not teasing. Oh, man. I want to. I want to get. I want to give a hero point for that. But. <laughs> yeah, it's not a part of the actual podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. Gosh. Oh, man. Imitation awesome. is the best okay. form of flattery, Chance. There it truly go. is. Zach yeah. has an incredible announcement announcer voice. It's, it's unparalleled. Oh, that was so man. good. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. I needed that. <laughs> I um, needed this today. <clears throat> all right. We, uh, we find our adventurers all together now at quarters the uh black smithery in the town of Breachill, and they are all standing in front of a little um like a little uh, what would you call that a little stand um known at with a, a big thing draped across it that says uh bartran and co they're standing in front of a large black uh, golem and in front of a very enthusiastic dwarf holding a box full of small trading cards themed after different kinds of heroes from far off lands. And at this point, he puts in uh, uh, Kaleri's hand a small piece of paper with pretty much her entire life story put down in two sentences uh, on a little card. Clary, what do you do? Uh, wait. 
What exactly is this again? Why, this is Euroduels. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a very popular uh, trading card game. It's the only trading card game in all of Galarian. Trust me, I've been everywhere. Now, back in the day, when uh, a hero, uh, such as yourself, small, um, insignificant, we get, we haven't really it, done it. much it. at all, uh, heroes, uh, when you guys become important, well-known, established uh, heroes, uh, and you encounter others, um, you would want to see who would win in a fight of strength, wit, um, spell casting, and um, truth be told, a lot of heroes died trying to prove uh, who was the better hero until old Bartran came along and created Hero Duels. I put everything possible, the sob stories, the stats, the abilities, everything in these small little cards, and he pulls out a little card and uh, he kind of throws it on the counter and kind of presses it in a certain way, kind of does like a little like um, like material component kind of thing. And you see a replica no of way. the hero, the replica <laughs> of the hero on the card Incredible. shows up like a hologram and starts kind of walking around the table, kind of like a, like kind of like Harry Potter, like a, you know, like a, a wizard's chest, I don't know, like a, Mm. Yes, Wizard's Chess. And they're kind of like walking around the desk kind of doing emotes and things like that. <laughs> I love it. And, he, and then, he throws, then he throws down another card, and then another hero is summoned. And then they just start fighting. Like, they start sword fighting. <laughs> and he says... <laughs> he says, and you, if you're a hero, you talk to old Bartrand, and I can hook you up with your very own Hero Duels card. So you can show those other heroes... Who's the bigger hero? <laughs> I want oh. to just like cut Whoa. cut in there and say like, do you have a Tiberius Ulfnod card in there? <laughs> Tiberius Ulfnod. He kind of like rummages around and then he slips out um, a card and throws it on the ground. And uh, you see a like half orc. <laughs> like warrior this warrior decked out in like war paints and armor and swords who slightly resembles Urkel a little bit starts to kind of like prance around the table what? I just hey, like hey, get, you, get you gotta, eye level to it just like incredible you got a you got a you got a gimgash in there ah uh, gimgash gimgash let me see let me see let me see any Ah yes, here's here's a card, and then he throws it down, and you see a uh, a small goblin hero kind of like walking around prancing on the table. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He's like, trust me, if you've got a if you've got a hero somewhere in Galarian, even different planes of the universe, I've been everywhere. I've got a hero card for them. Well, um, <laughs> you've got you've got me sold. This is actually quite interesting. Um, Urkel, or uh, do you want to? I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> what if I, I want to buy a card? I, I, outside of the fact that I think this is morally gray, that you're <laughs> building off of, you know, e effigies of real people that may the have died in battle. Other heroes, yeah. For, for entertainment. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> now, listen here. I have signed a contract with every hero and their likeness that is portrayed. Trust me. 
I'm a lawyer. He's he like pulls out like he just pulls out a like degree of like just some far off law. like law school. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait. So I'm, I'm quickly. A, you have a um, a contract with these heroes, and you get to use their likeness and their name without paying them. Sounds a lot like the NCAA to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> In Ooh, NCAA. <laughs> Is that a is that a hero party? I've never heard of them. <laughs> uh, yes, Can where I, I a... come from, it's a huge hero party of thousands and thousands of students giving free labor. Anyway, uh, Aaron, what were you gonna say? <laughs> uh, can I have a wizard? <laughs> ah, yes, you could have your very own hero duels card for the small price of ten gold coins. What? Oh, uh, oh. All right, all right. How much is a wizard? Uh, let me check here. Yes, yeah. Uh, wizard cards are ten gold coins for a small town hero duels card. Um, uh, reaching, do reach you... into my back pocket and pull out the Jimmy the Unbreakable yes, card. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, oh, I see here. Look at, look at you. Uh, you've got your own hero duels card. I bet you didn't even know what it was. Now this here, here, this is a. Uh, Jimmy the Unbreakable. Yes, he was in here just the other day, actually. I saw him, and he signed away his uh, uh, likeness, and I made him plenty of cards. Uh, where did you find this, actually? I just look over at Clary. In a dumpster? <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a dumpster. Uh, we found it laying around. In a in dumpster, under a banana peel. The Citadel on the Hill. Any, anyway, uh, how rare is this Jimmy the Unbreakable card? Ah, yes, let's see. Well, now, as you can see, uh, he's a very good card. Plenty of good stats. Uh, but most Hero Duels cards, uh, they all retain the same value. Uh, now you can sell or buy them at whatever cost that the uh, the meta or the market uh, <laughs> says that they're worth. Uh, uh, but all all hero duels cards bought from me are ten gold pieces, regardless. But and he pull he like flashes one out and he's, and you see a hero duels card, and it's just extremely shiny, Ooh, holographic. And he says there's always. <laughs> a small chance that you can find a holographic hero duels card and it actually doubles its worth oh wow so when you say there's a chance so we don't buy specific hero duels cards from you but rather we buy just one nondescript hero duels card absolutely and you see he pulls out like a like a, a small little drawer and there's a bunch of little like individually wrapped cards and like brown paper booster packs <laughs> it's like you never know what you're gonna get um this is I, I turn to urkel i turn to urkel i say urkel urkel what if what if we have a little wager with this guy we bet him our card that we can beat him on our first try and if we win Holy he has to give each of us a free card and if we lose we'll give him not only our card, but we'll all give him our likeness and name free of charge. Do it. Absolutely. Do it. Do it. I think Do that it. is a great idea. All right. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> uh, Barton, we have we have a proposition for you. Ah, I love par uh, parties. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I love parties. I love, I love propositions, particles, and all forms of language. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, proposition, you say yes. What uh, What would you so, like to miss? As we are new to this game, um, maybe noobs for short, as you would call, if you teach us how to play and we are able to beat you with our Jimmy the Unbreakable card, then you have to give each of us one free card. Only if we can beat you on our first try. And if you are able to beat us, which I'm sure you are more than capable of doing, not only will we give you our card, we will also sign away our name and likeness to you free of charge. Hmm. He scratches his big, like, well-manicured beard. And he says, Tell you what. It's like, we play our game. And if you beat me, I'll give you a free, random Hero Duels card. And if you sign away each of your likenesses, I will give you a Hero Duels card of yourself. I'm in. Free of charge. You sign away your rights, I give you a card of yourself. (laughs) I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Who needs rights anyway? I think that's fair. Urkel, I think you are probably the most... Uh, maybe Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, are you good at card games? Huh? Okay, Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're, you, as the holder of the card and as the uh, mentally oldest of the group here, maybe you should represent <laughs> us. I do love games. <laughs> I sit down. He says, all right, let me, let me, hear, let me, he cracks his knuckles and he kind of, it's like, tell you what, I'll, I'll randomly dig. I won't even pick the card. Uh, now, I gotta say, there are two types of duels. There are spellcaster duels and martial duels. Seeing as you got a Jimmy the Unbreakable card, I'll find a martial duel card for you. And he kind of rummages around. Oh. Urkel is taking, I take my jacket off, pop off the cufflinks, roll up the shirt. He says, ah, an Alden McAllister card. Yes. Haven't seen him in some time. I'll use oh, this no, one. Oh, you're screwed. And, uh... <laughs> Wait, Aaron, how do you know about that card? And, uh... Because I read his book. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, Urkel, you place the card on the table, and you tap it in the way that, uh, Bartram did, and coming up, you see, uh, much unlike the corpse that you guys saw, there is a living, breathing Jimmy the Unbreakable card with a, um... He's got two little short swords and he's got a chain mail chain shirt on. And he's just kind of like raring to go kind of like walking around, like throwing his weight around. Ha <laughs> hero. He's a good know. looking boy. Um, and then Bartran lays down his Alden McAllister card and he presses it in a certain way. And you see a hologram of a fighter show up and he's got like, uh, flowing blonde hair. Uh, he's got some like heavy armor on, a shield and a long sword. And uh, and the shield has a certain insignia on it, right? You know, family household crest. And um, Frizzigig, you see oh, no. that man. <gasps> That attacked wait, the village. So wait a second. My wait, which one? The the uh, the main dude? The knight? The knight. Yeah. You see him summoned a small version of him on the table. Where oh did you get gosh. that? He signed it over to him. 
What's his name? What's let's his play the what's, game. Frisky, Frisky goes and look at the card. What? What is his name? <laughs> All right, let's start this game here. <laughs> oh my and, gosh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, now we're gonna start with initiative, uh, Mister. Uh, what was her name? Actually, I don't even. Urkel uh, Short. Handout. Urkel Short. Urkel Short. Okay, shakes his hand. All right, let's go ahead and play our first game of Hero Duels. Now go ahead and roll for uh, initiative. We'll call it. Uh, and uh, roll for perception. All right, Jimmy. Don't fail me now. Oh my gosh, that's a one. <laughs> a one? Okay. Ooh! Uh, Alden McAllister got a four. Okay. All right. So for listeners at home, Hero Duel's cards are uh, they are actually just mini versions of, of character sheets. So just for people listening. Uh, so Alden is going to go first, and he is going to attack attack uh, Jimmy the Unbreakable. So I'm going to roll to attack, and um, Bartrand says, "No, I'm going now, Oracle. I've, no, I've, go ahead. I'm sending you. I'm sending you an attack. Now, if you if you do this, your hero can actually parry this attack. Interesting. Yeah, go, like go ahead and roll. I'll yeah, go Come ahead and on. parry. Come on, Oracle." So, so it's I'm taking a, a minus five to the roll. Yeah, minus five, but it's a normal oh, attack. Okay. You, you're attacking and I'm attacking. You take a minus 17. five. Seventeen. Come on. I got exactly. Oh no, I got sixteen. Yes. Easy peasy. So, so boom. Jimmy the unbreakable attacks and parries the attack. Now it's Jimmy. It's actually turn. super easy. I'm going to attack. <laughs> okay. Oh, super easy. Okay. 22. I got a... Oh, we got an 18, so that's going to be a hit. You take five damage is his damage amount. Five damage, boom. Jimmy the Unbreakable just, like, stabs yes! Alden. Yes, get him! And does some damage. All right, all... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, shield. Actually, he is going to attack... Yeah, I've got my shield, yeah. So Alden has a shield, so it's going to take two. It's going to absorb two of that. How much damage did you uh, do? Five damage. Five damage. So I take three of that damage, and then my shield takes three damage as well. Uh, so yeah, Alden blocks it with his shield. All right, my turn. Alden's going to, going to attack. I'm going to get a 17. Just a four. A four. So I attack, and I'm going to deal five damage. <laughs> Seven. What are you at? Seven. Okay, I'm at okay. eight. Your going turn. to strike you. Actually, I'm going to use my uh, double slice feet, and I Wait, take what, minus what five that? bonus. <laughs> Bartrand, Bartrand says, "Ah, I see you're taking advantage of his special ability, double slice." That's right. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Double slice. Okay, one. The first attack is a ten. The minus five, and the second is a. 16. Uh, neither of my parries work. Oh, I don't hit your armor class. And, uh, oh yeah, my armor class yeah, is an 18. Does not, does not affect. Both miss. Yeah. Bartram's like, haha. Hey, Bartram's really into this. He's very excited that it's a, it's a good fight. Come so he's going to attack again. And I got a 22. Hey, parry. Five. Okay, 
You're gonna take five <laughs> oh, more damage. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to attack again. Trust in the heart of the cards. All right. Four, eight, uh, 11. Oh. 11. Yeah, it's a miss. Yeah. Alden's going to attack. Oh, I'll parry. Natural 16. one. I'm striking yeah, again. It's your turn. To 18. Also, like like six of you are just huddled around a little <laughs> a little table, and there's just these like two little like I love it. Are fighting It's the most meta thing I've ever heard. What'd you what'd you get? 18. I got a I got a 21. Oh, so I parry it. Okay. And then I got a 13. Oh, 13 doesn't hit the armor class though. Okay, okay. yeah, your turn. Come on, come on. 22. Oh, yes. okay. five points of damage. Five points of damage. I'm at three HP. What about the what shield? Does the shield uh, take some? Oh, yeah. The shield uh, shield blocks two okay. of it. And so I take three of that. Does the shield break? So I'm at, I'm at, I'm okay. at five, and the shield oh, is broken. Amazing. Okay. I'm at two HP. Okay. Oh. I got a... I got an Does 11. Does not hit the armor class? My turn to attack. 23! Urkel, yes! Oh. <laughs> Oofy. Oh, I only got a... Yes! That's five damage. Yes! Five damage. Exactly my <laughs> HP. And when this... And when this happens, uh, you see the hero goes down, but then he, like, jumps back up. <gasps> oh, that's and right. And Bartrand says... Bartrand says... I'm going to activate my Duelist Resolve. So, Urkel, I've got one turn to try and knock you out to make it a tie. Otherwise, you are the winner. It won't happen, Bob. I get one action. I got a natural 17 plus four is a 21. It's a parry. I have to parry now. Oh, come on. You need this parry. Natural parry. 20! Yes! yes! <laughs> uh, it's a... Uh, well, it, it's it's. I mean, with the minus to it, it's uh, it's 16. nineteen. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's okay. No, it's okay. The uh, a natural twenty is an automatic <laughs> success in hero duels. So Jimmy the Unbreakable parries with his two short swords, and then Alden McAllister falls to the ground, and then dissolves. The illusion goes away. Yes. And then Bartram just slams his fist on the table. He's like. No! <laughs> Urkel, I knew you could do it. I knew it. <laughs> My hair is a mess. I'm just sweating like We're over rich. this car. Rizigig slams uh, nine gold pieces and ten <laughs> silver pieces on the table and takes the card. And what is his name, Chance? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So much is going on. Um, okay, so so Urkel's celebrating. Like Everyone's celebrating. Bartrand just slams his fist down, and then Frisa Gig, during all the celebration, you throw down this money, and uh, you, what do you say? He doesn't say anything. He paid for the card, and he takes it, and he, he wants to know the name. That's all he cares about. Uh, how much did you pay? Ten gold pieces, right? You paid nine gold and ten silver. It was ten. Nine gold and ten silver. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying to, I thought you were trying to oh, short no. the guy. Um, Okay, no. Uh, yeah, you throw the gold down. You you 
uh, you throw the gold down, and uh, uh, before you can grab it, Bartrand just very quick, like the quickest reaction you can ever see, he grabs the card and he says, "Hold on." And he and before you can grab it, and he very seriously looks at you and says, "It's like." We need to make a transaction before you start taking my things. I did. I put the money. I gave you the money that the card costs. I need that card. Barton says, that's not how this works. You pay for one of these. And he, like, motions at the, like, box of, like, wrapped cards. It says, no one buys a specific card. Everyone buys a random. What? Um, so... So, Frizzgeek, one, one moment. Uh, Bartrand, sir, yes. Uh, what was the name of that card that you were playing? I, I, I think Frizzgeek just wants to know that, not necessarily to have the card. I... Ah, yes, I see. Ah, you must be a big fan of this man. He says, Ooh. this is Alden McAllister. He's a very, very popular uh, noble fighter from... Uh, and he says, I can I can show you the card. And he kind of holds it out. And you kind of read the mm-hmm. flavor text. And it says, the flavor text reads, As the heir to White Meadow Manor, Alden McAllister has large shoes to fill. Following in the footsteps of his father, Sir Bartholomew McAllister, a general in the Goblin Blood Wars, Alden has chosen the path of the sword and seeks adventure for fame and for title. Mm. And Bartrand says, Ah, you must... Have you heard of this man? This famous hero? You could say that. Be it that he's he's only a small town, but... You wouldn't... Uh, nonetheless, you wouldn't happen hero. to know where he is now, would you? I, I don't follow up on my heroes, uh... When they report back to me, when they've accomplished great things, I might make another card for them uh, that is more powerful. And as uh, he actually turns over and um, he uh, throws, like he grabs a a card of a hero and he throws it down and you see like a very like simple kind of like basic hero that maybe you guys would like see see around town and then he throws like another one down and another one and you see like after each one it's the same guy but it's like bigger and better with more items and stronger and like gristled and Mm -hmm. you know wow Mm -hmm. so and he says uh barton says when a when a hero uh makes uh big waves and uh climbs up the ladder of heroes uh, he reports back to me and I will make a stronger more uh, powerful card now the duel that we just did was between two small town heroes but there's actually six ranks of different kinds of uh, power levels that heroes can have can I have one now (laughs) what are the six ranks he says there's they said those small town heroes, recognized heroes, distinguished, famous, legendary, and mythic. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, what right. that? What Can I have that one? Tiberius oh. card. Uh, Tiberius. Tiberius. Uh, I believe he was a. Uh, he pulls out. Says the highest card I have from Tiberius was a distinguished hero, and he throws him. Throws him down. 
Uh, and you see like an older like version of the card he played before. And he says, he says, yes, Master Elf, I do believe I, uh, you have beaten me. So I will give Mr. Urkel, is that right? I'll give Mr. Urkel a, a free random pick of a card. And then I will each take, uh, if you sign this here, 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 passes out some parchment and some quills. Wait, and if they you did sign the here, each thing I to will us cons- again. <laughs> <laughs> says i will uh i will make a hero duels card in your liking since you all are heroes mm, right. yeah, sure, I sign i'm 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 sold and clary kind of like makes note of frizzigig like, obviously frizzigig doesn't ever get really that serious so i think she's just kind of gonna bookmark that bring it up later but now's not the time so she's gonna just like you say oh i'm sold and she kind of jots down her signature and hands it back to him Okay, so Kaleri signs away. Anyone I sign. Mm-hmm. Aaron right. signs, but he also yeah, I... wants to buy one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you guys all sign away your rights. And he says, he says, now, um, I will need all, all four of you to go ahead and um, I'll, I'll need to make an appointment with you to uh, write down your Back, your backstories, if you will. That's a term I use. <laughs> um, uh, to learn all about what makes you a hero. Uh, I need to learn your motives, your goals, what you want to accomplish, your your um, statistics, what you're good at. And with enough uh, time and in a small interview, I can correctly uh, make a... A sheet of your character <laughs> that will uh, be transmitted into this card form. Um, so it'll take some time. Come back to the shop later, and we can set an, up an appointment. And I will have for you in a week's time your very own Hero Duels card. But as I understand it, uh, you, sir, Master Elf, want to purchase your own right now? A random, a random roll. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you hand over the ten gold yeah. pieces. Okay, and uh, you—he holds out a box of like individually wrapped cards. I put my hand in, and I close my eyes, and I feel around and try to feel which one speaks to me. And then I pick one somewhere near the bottom, but not like the very bottom. Oh, okay. You unravel a small. Uh, you unravel the the brown paper around the card, and you open it, and uh, you you look at it and kind of place it on the table, and press it. You see a man um, with like short uh, black hair. He's a uh, Chalaxian. Uh, he wears kind of medium armor. Uh, on him, he has a large great sword, um, and. Uh, yeah, it's a fighter. A fighter card is what it says. Very strong. And on the name, it says Duras Scout Arm. <gasps> no. What? Small town what? hero. Man. Background guard. And it says flavor text. Duras Stout Arm was, uh, is a member of the Corvosian Guard. Leader of a small battalion of guards. He is a fierce fighter. And a noble Damn. guardsman, uh, 
in a good beer. Oh, so yeah. cool. So, it's so cool. Man, I incredible. wish I got a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to open mine. Hey, I, I rolled. Open one. I rolled. I rolled a dice, and that's what you got. I'm sorry. It's okay. I I'll, like him. I'll see. I'll see what I get, and maybe we can trade. You were. <laughs> You're in between two other really fun cards. Uh, two and four were pretty fun, too. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah. Um, sorry, Aaron, you get that card. Is anyone else buying Urkel, one? Urkel's Urkel? getting a free yes, one I for have winning one. the battle. So I would like to, I would like oh, to yeah, open mine and okay. see what I get. Okay, seven. Let me see what that is. So that was three. Ooh, Okay. <laughs> interesting uh you pull out a card and it is the exact card that you just fought against you pull out an alden McAllister card oh, <laughs> oh. wow i um uh, tap frizzy gig on the shoulder and say hey would you like uh, a little little closer look at this gentleman and i just hand it over to him Okay. Uh, he takes it and he puts it on the shelf and he he pops it open and and is just staring just daggers at this little holographic man. Hmm. All right. I turn to um, like to Urkel and Aaron, and I like kind of whisper and I say, um, so, like, I I want to buy one too, but I don't. Urkel, how much money do we have? I <laughs> yeah, I don't want to I... blow all of our money, but I really want one. Yeah, I know. I know this was incredible. I think it's definitely in the budget. Um, hold on, and, and Urkel kind of counts out a few of his own coins, um, and actually pulls out the little bag of Jimmy's oh, no. money. <laughs> no. How much was in that? Um, I want to say it was like a couple silver pieces. Um, like, let me look. Uh, shoot, yeah. I mean, I have I have the total in my. Well, let me actually see. I think we have it on the. I used all of my extra money Personal. from my. This is literally. Okay. This is literally when we were like, sixteen years old, and we spent all of our allowance on freaking <laughs> yeah. Magic oh, yeah. the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, like oh, got yeah. twenty bucks for the week and just went to Walmart <laughs> and bought four booster packs. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking spent all my money on Magic. All of my money, dude. Oh my gosh. Okay, so like. I think there's just... plenty. I I can fork um, over like five gold. Player, player to player, player to player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, player to player, just so we like kind of can round up. How much Alden, gold we Alden have. So had six gold and nine silver. Okay, yeah. so he had six gold, yeah, yeah. nine silver, and we had like we got twenty from the council, so that means we had twenty. We have twenty six gold, and Aaron spent his own money, and Arkel didn't spend any money. Bartrand's making bank off you guys right now. <laughs> he Absolutely. is. Absolutely. But he's got and some really cool cards. Prisigig almost gave up 10 gold. Was that your own personal gold or was that from the party's gold? Huh? No, I thought we still had our all our own gold. Yeah, I we do still have gold. we still also have our own gold, but we didn't divvy up the 20 that the town hall gave us yet. Oh, no. I, I, I put 5 I, into mine. Yeah, I put 5 into mine inventory. Oh, you did? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll so. give you my five gold because I got a free one and it was I was just representing so I can pitch in for you so we all end up with a card. Um actually I I think I've got 
with the reward we got, I think I have enough. I have uh, okay. I have I have fifty silver pieces that I didn't yeah. I didn't really realize. And, I had. and also, so. all of you will be receiving <laughs> a copy of your own in like a week's time. Is what he said. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I want one now. <laughs> one now. <laughs> I need one. I slam five Can gold and fifty silver on the table. All and I right. said, "Light me up, Barton." Barton just like sc- like just scoops up the gold and just like sets down the thing. Uh, and then you randomly grab one, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. Aaron says, if you get a wizard, maybe we can trade. <laughs> trade. Yeah, yeah, trade, Aaron, I'd be, trade, down, I'd be trade, down for that. Trade. Unless it's just like a super overpowered card, then I, I'm going to have um, to say no. You, it's holographic. You pull a card, and it is. you unravel it. You throw it down the ground. It pops up, and it is a a young a young man, shoulder length black hair, chillaxian. Young man. Uh, it says okay. class rogue, small town hero, uh, background noble, and it says Vincarlo Orsini is a devilishly oh. handsome vigilante, traveling with a group of adventurers known as the Blackbirds through the Storval Rise and Mindspin Mountains in uh, southern Varicia. Oh, Whoa. so cool. I want to say rookie so much, card. but I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. <laughs> okay. Ben Carlo rookie card. Yeah, exactly. Ben Carlo rookie, rookie card. card. Anybody who's played uh, Crimson Throne is going to just geek mm-hmm. over this. Nut. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So I'm going to say this as vaguely as possible. So is there a Ben Carlo hero card and a vin carlo alternate skin card no there's not an alternate skin oh okay, card. okay 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 yeah, anyway <laughs> think i that's that's super cool to me i am i am delighted all right i have my own hero tools card uh okay for the gig uh he's he's gonna he's gonna put the car away the card away and then he's gonna just kind of upheave his left satchel onto the table he's say all right, Bartram, now, now now look at this. I want you to look at this. And he's like, so if I did this, and I saw the Mambo had this, and then he starts talking about all of this alchemy and crafting uh, jargon. But he's, he's uh, I want to be clear, he's getting Bartram's advice on some something that he's working on. That is a surprise that will come when I hit level two. <laughs> Wait, I- I'm confused. <laughs> what are you asking him? <laughs> Trying to ask for some uh, advice. He's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just some, uh, some stuff related to Mambo over there. Okay. Give me like a diplomacy. Just giving a little teaser. Um. And has Frisic given any money to Bartran? No. Okay. He tried, but Bartran wouldn't take it. Well, I mean, you try to steal a card. So. <laughs> <laughs> you try to pay for a card. <laughs> You, you tried to steal the card. He's just right. Tried to, you tried to Ooh. steal my spell. Said diplomacy? Yeah. 18. 18. Uh, Bartram kind of looks over. Kind of like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I see you're trying really hard on this. Uh, sure. And kind of is like, yeah, if you, okay, I see what you're going for. Here's this, 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 you know. Sick. Kind of, kind of feels uh, somewhat like I'll help you out. I'll throw you a bone. Chance, I'll give you twenty bucks to level us now. Twenty bucks. Uh, I'm just kidding. I just really want to level. I can, <laughs> I can use twenty bucks right now. Uh, but no, sorry. Uh, 
Anyways, you guys, uh, so anyone else buying Gyarados cards? No? Mm. Okay. Like I'm set for All now. Right. Bartron says, well, I've got to say, you gave me a run for my money. Beat me at my own game, Mr. Urkel. He holds out his hand to shake you. To shake yours. Absolutely. I shake it says, back. says, how about uh, you come back for a rematch sometime? Maybe we'll up the stakes. Hmm. Uh, insight check. <laughs> what does he mean? Playing for keeps. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll Playing up perception. For pinks. <laughs> for pink slips. It's 19 plus 5 plus 4. 23. Okay. Yeah, he just has his prides wounded that you beat him at his own game. Okay. And he just wants, like, bragging rights to say that, like, that he can beat you. Um, but, um, at... Uh, you guys are kind of talking and then you as you're like reading him yeah he turns back and says hey shut up Sibylla and you look over his shoulder and you see like lazily resting on like the forge is a like gold dragon <laughs> oh my gosh but, what? but it's like tiny it's like the sound, the size of a house cat. It's like this very tiny dragon. And uh, some, I mean, someone roll like uh, an arcana check. Nature check. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, I'm good at that one. Thirteen. Oh, eight. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um. Uh, I can roll one too. Oh, twenty-one natural twenty. Okay. Um. Well. Yeah. Immediately. Uh. Freaking. Kaleri looks at this dragon and you see her and you're like, oh wait, that's a that's a pseudo dragon. Which uh you know, pseudo dragons are small dragons the size of a house cat. And you know, they're like they're dragon kin, but they just are like small, like they hunt rats and they like fly around and you know. It's like a house cat to a tiger kind of thing. Dude, exactly. exactly. It's a, yeah, exactly. So it's just like a little like lazy pseudo dragon. But he says that And it's and it's and it's a uh, gold, so it's a metallic yeah, dragon. Yeah, it's right? a metallic dragon's gold, and it's just like lazily kind of snoozing on the like hearth of this like forge and uh mm. and uh Bartrand says, Hey, shut up, Sabilla. I didn't say nothing to you and it's just kinda like arguing <laughs> with this dragon. Oh, I love it. I love this guy. I love this guy. <laughs> um, all right, I guess we I guess we take our leave unless Frisky is still trying to talk to to Bartrand, but uh, uh, no, gonna, I think like... Bartrand gave him gave him all the information he needed. Okay, okay. cool. Uh, I'm gonna check in with the with the others um, and say, okay, well, now that we've blown a good bit of money on <laughs> inanimate objects, uh, <laughs> what all do we need before we can head back to the to the fortress? I I was thinking, obviously, more potions would be would be great, as our party is kind of prone to taking a lot of damage. But um, is anyone here a trained healer? Does anyone have any any idea how to treat wounds? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. Not yet. I mean, I got like uh, I don't know. I got these little elixirs of life that I can make. I don't make a lot of those though. Yeah, I've been that's... praying really hard and like. <laughs> Working on, you know, my spiritual relationship with Shaylin. <laughs> it doesn't go as fast as, like, my journey into the arcane mysteries, but so it might take me some 
levels to get to that point. What is Aaron talking about? <laughs> levels, dude. I don't know what the hell. Sorry, is level? it's it's um, a it's a theory. Sorry, never mind. Wizard theory, but um, it's so wizard I was theory. I was thinking if we kind of if we could pool our money together for whatever it's worth and maybe buy a killer's huh? kit, um, we might be at least one of us might be able to. To treat wounds if we have some some minor issues going on from from here on forward. Uh, I know we're all roommates and we blew all of our money on magic cards, but we need to buy groceries. <laughs> but we need to buy oh groceries. We need. I think. I think a healer. I think healer's tools are, are five gold, and it allows you to treat wounds. It takes ten minutes. And oh, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. If you if it's successful, then um, the person who whose wounds are treated, I think they gain back what like one d eight. Yeah, it's it's almost like taking a potion. But oh no, it's it's two d eight, two d eight hit points. Oh man, yeah, like healing, yeah. healing in a room, like in a dungeon before you move on. It's like you roll a medicine it's, trick. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, you have to beat the DC fifteen, which means it's like obviously can't happen every time, and you can only do it once per hour on each person. But I think it would be really beneficial because like as many um, elixirs of life as Frisga can make, it's only a max of six health versus like a max of like sixteen. You know. Right. So anyway, <clears throat> so I think it would be in our best interest if we could potentially buy a, a healer's toolkit. And how much was that? I, I believe it's five gold. I'm not sure how much it cost over at Bits, but I, I believe I saw a price tag somewhere near it that said five gold. You guys do what you want, but uh, I got to hold on to mine. Um, um, okay, uh, that's fine, Frizzigig, I understand that, but at the same time, if one of us is gravely injured, I think it would be in our best interest to be prepared for it. All right, all right, I'm gonna be honest with you, what, what what else is gonna happen? Um, I- We're gonna go up there, there's gonna be some, I don't know, some bats or whatever, it doesn't matter, and then we're gonna be done for a month. And then we're all going to go our separate ways. Look, I'm not saying that we need to make some sort of investment for some sort of relationship that we're going to have. This is just a precaution. That monster that we ran into, both the bat and those turtly looking things <laughs> and that alligator, all of those posed pretty grave threats to us. I don't know if you remember. So this is just a precaution moving forward. I understand your hesitancy and I think it's fine. I don't want you to force yourself into a role you don't want to be into, but I do think we should be adequately prepared. All right, I mean, you do what you want, but like, I need this money. Sorry. Oh my God. Okay. Um. <laughs> what tends to, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I cut it and just like, um, sure. I will purchase the healer's kit as long as I can still afford my brass knuckles. Uh, Which I was still supposed to get. That's here, right? Yeah. Oh, then I want to be quiet about it. Are they illegal in Galarian? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Let me see. Thank God. Galarian's so much cooler than Earth. Yeah, uh, just so you know, uh, brass knuckles are like... Uh, Earth sucks. Like two silver pieces. <gasps> yeah, they're Wow, that's so cheap. I would know this, of course. Uh, I am going to purchase a healer's kit and the brass knuckles. To go, please. Okay. <laughs> to go, please. Pa pa paper, not plastic. Thank you. Calaria, I hand it right over to Calaria. I said, Calaria, would you? Well, actually. 
who's got the best? We'll, we'll yeah, probably be picking you up off the ground. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, I have a zero medicine. I do not want it. Um, Aaron. Huh? You said you've been uh, you've been at least studying. Um, oh yeah. Medicine, correct? Oh yeah. Oh, I know about it. Um, would you like to to hold on to this for us? Yeah, sure. I pass it over. All right. I I eat it Absolutely. in one bite. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I unhinge my jaw uh, and then swallow it whole. I eat it's it. just a box full of herbs and healing stuff, and he just starts eating it. <laughs> just and then starts... I immediately start leveling up. <laughs> I absorb oh the nutrients gosh. into my body. Now, what are you guys doing? Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that we you guys are wanting to do before? We head up. What down time is it? Yeah, what time of um, day is it? Time of day, it's like um, it's like early afternoon, like one or two o'clock. Um, you know, and Bartran is like kind of arguing with his pseudo dragon and his uh, <laughs> golem, and is trying to like uh, ha- like hold his pride, even though it's a little damaged from losing at the card game that he, <laughs> he created. Uh, but he's arguing he with them, lumped. and you guys kind of like kind of walk out and start like buying some stuff and then you kind of leave um and as you guys are heading out the door Barton's like he says hey he says come back you here okay you gotta get you your cards gotta make you big gotta be huge hu- huge heroes <laughs> and you guys gotta thank you set out will do yeah you guys walk out of uh, quarters and you walk out of bits and you guys are standing in the street it's midday and so yeah, you guys kind of go through the streets, um, and you eventually come to a small uh, shop with like big windows. And looking in the windows, you see all kinds of books and bookshelves and uh, desks and things like that. And on the outside, you see there is a sign. Um, you know, the wooden signs that kind of like with the wind shake back and forth. Uh, that says the Reliant Book Company. Uh, Aaron's very familiar with this place. Hmm. Ah, books. <laughs> ah, books. Uh, you guys books. enter, and the little bell rings off, and uh, you guys are standing, and pretty much an empty. It's uh, it's not. There's not like many people in here, really. It's only just you guys standing in there, and there's just books everywhere. You know, just like it's like you enter um, a library, or but there's uh. It's very tight quarters. You like walk through very narrow hallways, and there's books everywhere poking out at you, scrolls and parchment and stuff. But as you enter, you're standing in the entryway, and coming up after after hearing the bell ring, you see there is a elven woman with long uh, uh, blonde hair and like a, and a ponytail, uh, wearing kind of uh, dark greenish clothes uh, with green lipstick. Um, and she comes up and looks down at you guys. She's very tall, and she says, Ah, if it isn't the heroes who brought me back my notes. Hi, boys. <laughs> Hello, Aaron. Come for another uh, book? Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'll be in the back. <laughs> I holler at him as before Aaron goes. I try to grab him and say, "Hey, don't forget about your discount. Uh, <laughs> your coupon." Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, Vaz. These are um, 
these are my friends. I, and Frizzy Gig, he told me that he wasn't my friend. So <laughs> holy shit. Eek. Well, uh, he said that right. like you were there. <laughs> I don't care. You said you didn't want to be my friend. Hmm? Never mind. I'm gonna go in the books. Okay, Aaron. Aaron <laughs> takes off. Uh, Aaron walks back and starts looking through stuff, and then uh, the three of you are just awkwardly kind of standing in the middle front area. Vaz just standing by the register. Uh, Vaz, to be completely blunt, we're not here to buy anything, but we do have a few questions for you. Uh, you'd like to ask me a few questions? Uh, yes, please. Uh, it's the least it's the least I could do for people to uh, brought back that visa of Kalmon to stole many of my things as you can see this place is still a mess and I am trying to clean up after he broke in and took many of my things uh yes we were actually wanting to ask you about him specifically and uh, I tend to get a little angry, so maybe Urkel can raise our question a little oh. better. Yeah, because I handled the Kalmon situation a lot better than you. <laughs> also, just, it's also um, just, I tend to get angry. <laughs> so I'm not going to talk to you right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm get pissed. Um, yes, so we did indeed uh, bring back Kalmon, as you know. Um, we paid him a small visit in his cell not too long ago, and he had mentioned uh, not much about what his motives were um, to to steal what he stole from you. Uh, oh, wait, that, I don't know that, right? We don't know where that came from? Or did we kind of piece that together? Came from what? The Like the little imp that was spawned. Oh, yeah. Did we know that that was from uh, him? And he stole that from her? Uh, no, you don't know that. Okay. You just know so, that he took um, her notes. Sorry. Okay. Um, but he had mentioned um, that you... Uh, it seemed to be relatively about you and that he was trying to get back at you in some way or that because you had missed... I, I don't know. I, that Really, we're here to just fill in the gaps. Is there some discourse between you two? And I know that he worked here. Yes, yes. Uh, I wouldn't believe the words of a criminal like... Calmont. You see, yes, he was angry at me. He, um, I took him in when he needed a job. I had him run errands for me. I had him organizing the books huh? you see here. And, uh, uh, errands, <laughs> not you. <laughs> well, okay. uh, he says, uh, uh, yes, yeah, so he, he kept asking for more. He wanted more coin. He wanted the raise. He wanted the promotion. He wanted this. And I said, Calmont, I hired you for this. Do this. And next thing I know, he is yelling at me. And I say, get up. And he leaves. And he is fired. Next thing I know, he breaks into my study, steals my notes, steals my scroll. And he's setting everything on fire, running away. So, you bring him back, you return my goods. That is the story of Calmont, and that is the end of the story of Calmont. Did you two roll an insight check? Yeah. You two boinked, didn't you? Oh, jeez. <laughs> she looks. Oh my gosh. I rolled 22. She looks down and scowls at Frisigig, pretending not to hear him. <laughs> um, 22. 
uh yeah i mean that's pretty much it like you kind of take her she seems pretty honest about what everything happened um vaz so uh, don't get me wrong i believe everything that you're saying but was Calmont kind of known to be a hothead would, would there be any reason other than just kind of the brashness of his personality that would have caused him to be upset it's uh, a good question. He, you see, he hasn't been in Breach of for long. He came here looking to find, uh, well, I'll tell you. He came here to be an adventurer like you. And when he saw that he didn't make very much money, wasn't very happy with the pay from those uh, giving off quests down downtown, he uh, came to me looking to make more money. And then he tries to take a take advantage of Vaz Lorraine and nobody I said nobody takes advantage of Vaz Lorraine I don't explain what he was trying to get below deck maybe up in the uh, hmm? the castle for the goblins coin it didn't seem like they had very much but just trying to put the pieces together not what I thought you were saying about below deck but <laughs> you know trying to get below deck <laughs> trying to get get to below deck with Vaz Lorraine you hear Nobody gets a low <laughs> deck with Vazler. <laughs> well, that answers, that, that answers is there a <laughs> Is there a Mr. Lorraine in the picture? Are you asking that? No. Okay, <laughs> no. Uh, no. So, yeah, so that's what she says. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Um, before, I, so at some point during that, uh, I should say, Prisgeek has left that conversation and is going to go talk, talk to Aaron. Okay. We can do that in a second. But. Yeah, what does he say to Aaron? Oh, uh, we can do that now. Um, okay, so Frizzicake feels... Frizzicake doesn't normally like people, but he definitely like feels for the underdog. Yeah. Uh, that's his, like he doesn't, and 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 I think it, it, it clicked with him, like when Aaron said, like you did, like, like he was very, like very, like obviously hurt by, by what Frizzicake had said before. Um, well, Frizzy didn't really think twice about it. Uh, it does, like, he, I think he feels a tinge of guilt because Aaron is, like, the quieter one and doesn't. Um, Frizzy also has a friend back at his village, and I think that guy, or Aaron reminds him of that guy, mm-hmm. and, like, and he's always, like, been the one taking care of that guy. And, and so, there's, so, like, Frizzy would never normally do this, but there's just a lot of things that have lined up. He goes over to Aaron, and he says, Aaron, I gave it a. I did some some thinking. Oh, I. I'll yeah. be your friend. You'll be my friend. Yeah, I'll be your friend. Thanks. I'll be your friend too. All right. I found a book then, on bombs. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm. Look. A, yeah, let's look at that. I, I want to read that. <laughs> and then Frisgig opens it and. Uh, Okay, so he's hold so he so he he flops it open on the ground, and then he's holding his explodipedia in his hands, and he's turning the pages with his feet, and he's writing things down in his explodipedia while he's reading. What a what a weirdo! What a disgusting, <laughs> a beast, really. <laughs> what a beast! I think Vaz isn't uh, seeing this. Kaleri uh, <laughs> wants to um, well, she wants to say something to Urkel, but I think she has one more question for Vaz before that. Um, she's going to say, um, well, really, thank you for letting us know all of this information, but I did have one more question for you. Of course. Is, 
you said that Kalmont came here for the call to heroes, and trust me, I do understand where he's coming from as far as being a little upset about the compensation, but that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. Um, <laughs> but does anyone or would anyone know where he came from? Is he just an out-of-towner, or is he from somewhere nearby? Yes, uh, he never mentioned to me where he came from. He seems like a the traveling type. I believe he he came here seeking riches and was very disappointed. An opportunist, if you will. Hmm, yes, nah, he definitely struck me as such. Well, thank you very much. And Absolutely. she uh, turns to Urkel um, and says, oh, this whole business is... It's exhausting. I, I do need to thank you for forwarding some of your own funds to, to purchase to purchase that that medical kit. I think it'll 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 do well in keeping us alive. As I think I'm the most vulnerable in in the in the fights that we, we partake in. But it just it kind of puts me off the way that that Frizzigig is approaching this whole situation. I I understand that we're sort of a temporary group of individuals with not much holding us together, but I don't know. There's something just... I'm a little worried. I'm going to be honest, Urkel. I I don't know if he if he will have my back if something goes wrong. Do you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't feel safe putting my life in the hands of those who kind of are only looking out for their own good. I think we're all very much aware of the dangers that lie in well, this castle for, for sure. Um, <clears throat> as far as Frizzy Gig's intentions, I think they're a bit fuzzy to me. I'm, I'm usually very good at reading people, um, but I'm having I'm having a hard time trying to figure out why he's even here. Um, I, I agree. I would say I'm having a hard time really feeling that he would truly be there in a time of kind of immediate need, but he hasn't really shown us any reason not to trust him outside of you know, I mean, when when we were in danger, he was there quickly with his elixirs. So, um, you know, he does he does definitely take care. I think he may just have some problems verbalizing it to us. Hmm. Outside of that, altogether, I guess I would say, you know, Aaron and I both, regardless of the length of time that we've been with each other, and regardless of uh, the length of time we will be with each other in the future, I think you could trust us for sure. Hmm. And I can only speak to myself, I guess, intent like completely, but I'll definitely be here. Even well, if I have to drag you out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And you have done so much in the past. And I assume you will do so in the future. So I, I do trust I do trust the both of you. And hopefully hopefully he'll come around to it. I, I really appreciate, appreciate you all. No matter if we're still only strangers to some extent. He's kind of a sack of shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, while, whoa, 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 whoa. While, 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 he may, while he may be a sack of shit, I do think there is there's a kind of soul deep down in there. I mean, you saw how he took care of those orphaned wargs, and I think he has a softer side to him. I just don't know what's keeping him from showing it to us, but one can only assume. One can only assume. I guess we go over to, to Aaron and Frisky yeah, and see if they're, they're ready to, to get on the road. All right. Uh, you guys come over and you see uh, Frisky writing, copying some notes over from a book, and Aaron kind of standing over him. 
Uh, Which I'm pretty sure is illegal, right? You absolutely. can't just walk into a bookstore <laughs> and buy a book. Absolutely. Very, very illegal. <laughs> Do you need any help back there? <laughs> Boz says. No. <laughs> you gotta stop. Okay, so you guys. You gotta stop. This is against the rules. So you guys <laughs> gotta pack up and you uh, head out the door, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, wrap up here. As you guys leave, uh, Aaron, I'm assuming, is at the back, and Boz kind of says to Aaron, she says, Aaron, would you come here for a moment? Yeah, sure. You better go below the <laughs> <laughs> She oh says, she says, Aaron, you come into my store very frequently, no? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. She says, I, uh, I am without an assistant. Kalmont has run out, and I am very busy trying to right all the wrongs you've done. Uh, you seem to be the only one here in this town that is as familiar with this place as he is. I was going to uh, offer you a job as my assistant here at the Reliant Book Company if you have any free time. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't be here like every day no, uh, no but i would love i mean i i'm in here all the time sure i'll help this is amazing yes come when you can think of it as a part-time job and uh oh. and i will even give you some of i'll let you borrow some books if you want to read them and bring them back uh any book you you have an interest in you can take a look at aaron gasps <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes. Come speak with me tomorrow night, uh, and we can go over uh, the logistics of your employment. Have a good day. Okay. Hey, Aaron's got a little side gig. Little side gig. The only employed one. Incredible. <laughs> the only employed. <laughs> well, we could probably uh, get Urkel some sort of clerical position here in town. I'm certain. Maybe Kaleri will. Taxes. It is tax season. <laughs> Maybe Clary will join the town guard when she's free. Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out ways to make money yeah. inside. Event planning. Yeah. Event planning, you know, maybe. Uh, yeah, so you guys head out. And uh, what, are you, what are you guys doing? You're out in the, the, the uh, uh, not hallway, the um, town square kind of area, the, the like uh, street. And uh, the sun's coming <laughs> down. It's like 4, 4 p.m. What are you guys planning on doing? Yes, uh, we're headed up to the All right, let's Hill. go. Do we have um? Do we all have uh, sufficient rations for, for uh? I, I guess what could be could could take us at least a day to, to push through the remainder of the citadel. Is everyone prepared? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. A few sandwiches left. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of sandwiches. A little bit <laughs> of dried meat. Just sandwiches. in case we run into <laughs> any any more uh, animals that Frizzy wants to bring out to the ark. Um, and not spend his own rations. <laughs> Lest we forget. Of course not. Of course Can not. we just say all rations are now PBJs? <laughs> they're, un they're actually unprecedented. PBJs. PBJs. PBJs made with Lambus bread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More Lambus bread. All right. So, yeah, you guys throw on your backpacks and fill up your water skins. And you go to hike up the mile and a half uh, to the trail that goes up to Hell Night Hill, right? Absolutely. And uh, yeah, as you head up, the camera pans up the the hill. You see the the citadel, 
uh, the sun kind of uh, going behind it, uh, not unlike our our logo. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, the camera kind of zooms in to the citadel, and again we see a the lone black armored Alec Montague slowly walking through the hallways of the citadel, and then black Hands out. Hands up and says, "Prologue completed." Oh goodness! <laughs> All right. End of episode I 10. Can fight him. <sighs> yeah, yeah, there yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah.